Welcome to the Be Free program, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host. Dawn is back with me. Yay! Yay, I missed you, Dawn. I don't like being quarantined. I missed you. I missed you, too. <laughs> I don't like being quarantined. I really missed you last week uh, because whenever we were... I was, I'm, okay, I, my one thing is I normally just have to hit the timer, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to figure out how to set the zoom up, plug everything in, SD card in, all the microphones in, make sure everything's on, the levels are all straight, and my timing, and I was like, oh thank, my gosh, go the Thank pressure. God for FaceTime, I got to tutor you and you did a great job. <laughs> we did, we did. So I'm glad that you're back, we missed you. Because we always do. When I don't like here. being quarantined. No. But my daughter was ill, but thank God it was, was just what do you call it? Uh, tonsillitis. It yeah. was not anything uh, to be alarmed about, but it was fever. <coughs> so we took <clears throat> necessary precautions till we had her diagnosed and made sure everything was safe. <clears throat> so thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. No COVID in the house. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Today I'm going to minister a message. And the title of it is The Mask and the Mirror. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, what on earth is this woman going to talk about? Well, we're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And uh, I was up early this morning and I was just praying. And Father, what do you want to speak to us about? Well, I just started reading in the Word where, I, the, you know, where I've been and uh, then it was like, oh, yeah, okay, yes, it was, you know, and it's always good when he's speaking to me mm -hmm. <laughs> first. Well, yes, then, he yeah. usually does that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> by the way, this is for you, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Absolutely it is. But we're going to start in Second Corinthians chapter 3. I hope you got your Bible and your notepad and a pencil, <clears throat> and let's start. It says, uh, therefore, seeing we have this ministry... As we have received mercy, we faint not. I love that. We faint not. See, we can faint. At times we can faint. But he's saying to us, we have this ministry, mm -hmm. preaching the gospel, right? That's what he's actually referring to here is preaching the gospel. And uh, especially if you go back and read the previous chapter and all that. But we have this ministry of what? The gospel. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the simple gospel, Donna, we're not going to go into real detail on that at this point, but the simple gospel is Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose again. I actually had an opportunity to faint this week. I did, I did two days ago. I had some news come to me, and it, it was not unexpected news, but it was just in a different way, and it took me some time to process. And I like had a couple out, about four or five hours where I just... I stared into space. I cried some. I, I you know, talked to God about it. Mm -hmm. And I asked God to help my emotions. Mm -hmm. And then I, when I felt really low in those hours, I was singing different songs like um, You Are Worthy of It All mm -hmm. and different things like that, just trying to get my spirit back up. And you know what? Then I got up the next day and I was okay. Yeah. Had to process. Mm -hmm. Did some worship. Mm -hmm. But I didn't faint. Hallelujah. Well, you know, you can uh, you can faint literally physically, mm -hmm. but then you can also faint emotionally. That's what I was just, talking yeah, about. Yeah, in, in your emotions, mm -hmm. in your feelings, mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. mind. And the Word says, 
you have this ministry preaching the gospel or carrying Christ. And he says, we have received mercy, which is compassion and divine grace. Because we have this ministry, which is carrying Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Walking it out, Mm -hmm. walking as Jesus walked. We have received the divine compassion of God and grace to faint not. Yes, thank you, Father. (laughs) Hallelujah. Faint actually means... Uh, to utterly to be utterly spiritless. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I have been there. It sounds like that's what, mm-hmm. where you were. Yeah, something just just zapped me for a minute. You know, it just it was different than I thought. Wasn't what I wanted the way I wanted or had planned, and that happens to us often. Mm-hmm. Most times, our circumstances are not what we planned or thought or wanted mm-hmm. that direction. You know, and and it. It came at a low moment. We've been quarantined. Life has, you know, different. And it just hit me. I had a moment. And I could have, I did. For a little bit, I just kind of sat there. Deflated. But I knew who I could trust. Mm -hmm. And even though my emotions were trying to make me feel like I had, you know, given up on life or, or whatever, whatever it was, just that moment of deflation and total feeling despaired, I guess. Mm-hmm. But God, but I know I, I, I had to say these words, Lord, I choose to accept the sacrifice of what you did. And it's more than enough for every situation, mm-hmm. I, because yeah. that's a message you preached. Right. And I, I said, I accept mm-hmm. that, Lord. I accept the gospel today mm-hmm. and what you did. I remember it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, God is so practical <laughs> and the word is so practical. Mm-hmm. And it gets right down to where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, another definition of this word faint means is to be utterly spirited, spiritless, but to be wearied, to be exhausted, to be weak, to fail, to be weary. And so that's what the enemy comes to do through circumstances, mm-hmm. through oppression and pressure and sifting. Mm-hmm. And in the times that we're in, uh, a lot of people's are feeling like they're fainting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because of so many things that we're having to walk, work through, walk through, not just individually, not just our family, uh, not just our community, but as a nation and a world. Right. And so, but I love this because if you look at this, there's three things in for, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. See, you have this ministry. You see that you have the ministry mm-hmm. of carrying Christ, mm-hmm. of, of hosting Him. And receiving Him. And receiving Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the freedom to receive mm-hmm. Him in every situation. In every situation. That's mm-hmm. right. Except mm-hmm. what He did mm-hmm. on the cross in that situation. Mm-hmm. How He bore that trouble, mm-hmm. bore that sorrow, bore that pain, uh, bore uh, that uh, com- complex you know, situation. Mm-hmm. He bore everything. And He every, wants he to made. minister to you in it, right? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think that's... We have it both ways. We have it to carry, Mm -hmm. to minister to others, and then He ministers back to us, too. Yeah, The comfort which you've been comforted, you will comfort others. Right, right. And so we see we have this ministry, and and we received it. And as we have received mercy, we faint not. So listen, guys, here's a good word. Good point. We have mercy to not faint. Thank you, Father. (laughs) Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We have the mercy of God to not become utterly spiritless, wearied, exhausted, weak, fail, or just be weary. Praise God forever. I love that. It's so good. Um, we faint not because Jesus Christ, he died, he was buried, he rose again. He paid the, he, he paid the full, complete price. 
His blood answered it all for everything we'll ever face. He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. His blood answered it all. His blood comes up against and buffets that situation. It buffets that attack. And his blood answers it all. Everything that you have need of, we like you were talking about, Don, that message that I preached, uh, that series, accept the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Accept the sacrifice of what he paid for. See, in his mind, with our mind, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. And little spoiler alert, I'm going to be doing a series in not too distant future. It's going to compare the seven times Jesus shed his blood with the different pieces of the armor. Mm-hmm. Be waiting on that. Okay. I can't wait. I'm getting so many good <laughs> things right. It's so cool. But anyway, so as far as to not faint in your mind, you know, remember there was a crown of thorns crushed, pushed down. Now, I'm not talking little thorns. I'm talking thorns pressed down in his head and he bled. And and to me that, and he, he also was uh, crucified on Golgotha, which means the skull. And all of this has to do with the battle of the mind, the battlefield of the mind. And of course, Joyce Meyer's ministered on that forever, does a great, great job teaching on that. But that the blood shed was shed there specifically in that place. He shed his blood on in his uh, the the skull, mm-hmm. meaning that we we are disciples. And Isaiah talks about and and amplified. We are disciples, taught of the Lord. Great is our peace and unstirred composure. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a calm, well balanced, disciplined mind and self control. And that's the amplified version. As you, when I when I memorized my scriptures, whenever mm-hmm. I was real young, it was amplified version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but um, but you know, uh, so there's that ability, guys, to faint not. You do not have to faint. You do not have to buckle under the pressure because Jesus Christ bore it. Jesus bore, and I, I think about I think about <clears throat> Jesus. Walking down, what is it, the Via Della Rosa, walking mm-hmm. down with his cross. He's already been flogged, beaten. Blood has already been gushing out. He's already prayed in the garden. And as great sweats, uh, sweat as of drops of blood came out as he resisted the temptation to not give in, to not go the distance, right? And he just, he's going along and he's carrying it. And I could see him. Wouldn't you, I can only imagine how easy it would have been for him to faint, to be utterly spiritless, to give up. I just had a quick vision of him, actually, because he is Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I know he hadn't been buried and resurrected yet at this point, but that you were just talking about. But I just see him, despite us, our flesh would have probably already given in to the beating Mm -hmm. and the blood coming out of our bodies and all that happening um, we'd have been so weak, but because he is Jesus Christ, the strength of God was in him, and he was still able to bear his cross as he's walking, despite all of his life being beaten out of him. You know, and I just think what a what a picture of strength he was right then, and he's still that right now. Yes, he he's our picture of strength, even if you don't know what's happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and because. He did not faint. Mm-hmm. He did not give up because he he stood that test. Right. He was still bearing his cross down the Via Della Rosa. He still pressed through the mm-hmm. Garden of Gethsemane. Go. He was not going to come up short. He was going to finish completely his assignment to seek and to save that which was lost. So because he did not give up, he then gives us the power 
to not faint, Mm -hmm. like it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, Mm -hmm. there's mercy, we faint not. You listen, you've got the mercy of God today to faint not. And he lives in you, he's He's your savior. (laughs) And I I some of you are facing untold uh pain, uh lack, not knowing loss, not knowing which way to turn, not knowing what tomorrow's gonna bring, where the food's coming from. Maybe you've lost a loved one during this crisis of the COVID-19. Um, maybe you it looks like you're going to be out on the street. You've lost your job or your spouse has lost your job. And and you're, you're quarantined. And maybe there's this depression that's trying to overwhelm you. And, and let me encourage you again. You have the mercy to faint not. Faint means to be utterly spiritless, to be wearied and exhausted. And that's what the enemy comes. He comes to push us down and he try, comes to rob our strength. But... Jesus Christ, he said, in your weakness, I am made strong. So hallelujah. Let's go on, Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking today about the mask and the mirror. We're, I'm hoping we're going to get all the way down to there. Uh, verse 2, but uh, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, not nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Let me read that for you in the New Living. It says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. There we go. I'm in the right place now. We reject all shameful and underhanded methods. We have the mercy to reject shame. And anything, any shameful, any shameful deeds. I want you to, I want you to zero in, zero in on that mercy, that divine grace to turn away from shameful things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we reject all shameful and underhanded methods. We do not try to trick anyone, and we do not distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God, and all who are honest know that. Now he is specifically speaking about ministering the word but i'm telling you this is can apply in so many ways in your life now let me read this out of the amplified we have renounced disgraceful ways listen you can do that maybe you feel like you are so disgraced you are so so shamed you're so caught in a trap of sin you cannot see your way out listen we have renounced disgraceful ways secret thoughts feelings desires and underhandedness the methods and arts that men hide through shame the enemy is all about shame. The enemy is all about leading you into the sin, leading you into the trap, then shaming you after you've done it. We refuse to deal craftily, to practice trickery and cunning, or to adulterate or handle dishonestly the word of God. But we state the truth openly, clearly, and candidly. And so we commend ourselves in the sight and presence of God to every man's conscience. So we renounce, we disown, we give up, we forbid. You know what it actually means? To say off for oneself. I love that. When I was looking up all these words this morning. It reminds me of you and off with you. Off with you. My son, son Cameron, when he was a teenager, a big teenager, of course, he's six foot five and he was about 325 at that point because he was playing football. Big guy. And uh, he had a sense of humor and he would, whenever he was done with something, he'd go, off with you. Off with you. Trickle his fingers down his Trickle arm. Trickle his fingers down his arm. Off with you. And uh, and so reading this, renounce means to disown, to give up, to forbid, to say off 
for oneself. So I say to you in the name of Jesus Christ, off shame off you, dishonesty off of you, shameful deeds off of you in the name. You can turn from there's mercy to turn. Mm-hmm. There's mercy to be set free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, to renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Renounce, uh, disown, give up the hidden things. It means the concealed, private, inward secrets. Everybody's had them. Or everybody, or, or either you got one now or, or you've had one. <laughs> We're all human flesh, right? That all need the blood of Jesus. We need a Savior. That's why He came. So it's a hidden means the concealed things, the hidden, the forbidden, uh, the private, the inward secrets. You say off for oneself. Uh, The hidden deeds of dishonesty, shame, disgrace. That's what that means. Shame, disgrace, the confusion of one who is ashamed of anything. I never thought about that, but shame brings confusion. It sure does. I never put that together until I started looking up the original. Gives you that double mindedness, yeah. right? Because you're yeah. thinking about this and you're thinking about mm-hmm. God. If you're thinking about the sin and you're thinking about godly things, you're, you're double minded mm-hmm. because you're not mm-hmm. focusing on the one thing that one you're thing. supposed to be. Yeah. With, yeah. Our, with our mirrored mask. That's Spoiler right. alert. <laughs> yeah, right. Spoiler alert. We are, well, alert. We are getting to the mirror and the mask. The message is called the mirror and the mask, or the mask and the mirror, I think is what it was. So uh, it's the, the confusion of one who is ashamed of anything. It's a sense of shame when you get into those dishonest deeds. And, and of course, again, he was talking about handling the word of God dishonestly. But the principle applies to anything in your life, right? Okay, um, we... You're nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation. Okay, so walking. I know there's a verse in there, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness. I knew I was going to get it right. (laughs) Walking means to regulate one's life. Mm -hmm. Don't regulate your life in dishonesty and confusion and shame. Uh, It means to uh, conduct one's life. To tread all around. Don't be treading all around in dishonesty or the shameful secrets and underhandedness and craftiness. Listen, there's mercy. First verse of this chapter talks about there's mercy to say off oneself. Off that. That is not going to be That's not who I'm supposed to be. Right. Take that coat off. That's right. Like a coat. Take it off. Take it off. Put on praise instead. (laughs) Yeah. Walking also means to be occupied with. You don't have to be occupied with that. Mm -hmm. Let the word of God, let the blood of Jesus, the name of, let fellowship and intimacy with him be that which you are occupied with. Be occupied with Mm -hmm. holiness. Mm -hmm. With holiness. It is possible this day. in In a world where... Uh, for lack of better words, sex, drugs, and rock and roll are ruling and, mm-hmm. and people's attitudes are ruling and it doesn't have to be that way. You can focus on and put on holiness. You can you can actually, I used to do that every day. I would say, Lord, I need help. I, I put on holiness. I choose to put on holiness. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good practice when you're breaking something in mm-hmm. your life, when you're walking away from what the enemy has to yeah. put on holiness. And right. think about that. Be occupied with yeah. that. And as a, a born-again child of God, we have the Holy One mm-hmm. on the in, inside of us. So it's that allowing Him to operate through you and train you and help you to walk out a, that sanctification, that holiness. So uh, we are not handling the word deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, 
commending ourselves. That word commend means approve uh, to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So when you are allowing that mercy to come in, then you are commended in the sight of people and in God, uh, God most of all, for, most importantly. Verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost. The gospel is the good message. Hallelujah. Mm. It's a good message. Man, if we ever needed a good message going forth right now uh, versus what is happening on the news, I mean, on, I mean, wars and rumors of wars, tornadoes and earthquakes and uh, deaths from the uh, pandemic, the <laughs> pandemic, all this stuff and all the uh, strife and division. Now, we need the good news to be published. And Jesus... Here's the good news, and it's all about Jesus. Jesus is the Word, mm-hmm. right? Everything Even His correction is good news, right? Oh, yeah, correction <laughs> is good news. Yeah. It's going to keep you from getting. I used to tell my kids, "I'm going to, I'm going to spank you for that," because I want you to know if you run out in the street like that, and with me telling you to stop, you're going to get run over, and I don't want you to get run over. Nor do I want you, when you get older, to be entering into things mm-hmm. because you weren't taught obedience. Mm-hmm. You weren't taught. That there's a correction. Mm-hmm. And so correction is a good thing. We need it in our lives. I want God to correct me where I'm at a line because I want to walk in that the total fulfillment of all God has for me and, and the, those blessings. So uh, we are, see, but if our gospel be hidden, uh, it is hid to those who are lost. You know, it's hidden. It, it's blinded. Uh, it's obscure. You know, it's it's hidden, it's covered up, it's veiled to those that are lost. Um, there is, it's like putting on a mask over your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like putting on a mask. It goes that way, doesn't it? Leave it to my little friend to put it these on. Are, these, this is like a <laughs> Those are lips <laughs> and those are eyes. These are your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys on the radio, I'm holding up uh, an eye mask, a sleep mask, right? And, but so to those that don't know Christ, uh, the gospel, it's like their eyes are hidden to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's concealed to them. It's, it's veiled it's lo- to, to those that are lost that are perishing. Uh, but praise God, we can preach the gospel, mm-hmm. minister the gospel, and, uh, and let the Spirit of God pierce through and remove that mask or mm-hmm. move, remove that veil. The truth removes the veil. <laughs> That's right. Hallelujah. And verse 4, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious of gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lot. So, in whom the God of this world, or this age, right, has blinded, has obscured the minds you know, how does he do that? It's their perception, mm-hmm. right? It's perception. He, it also means purpose. It means the intellect. Now, can you not see that in the news and in the uh, just in the entertainment world and the, the, the videos, the TV programs, the, the different things that are being created uh, that you can see that there's a veil over them. Uh, there's, their perception is twisted. Their intellect uh, their disposition. It means it means mind actually means disposition. In other words, you are dispositioned. You are out of position. Mm-hmm. You you get out of place when when you don't have the gospel. When mm-hmm. you're not receiving the gospel, mm-hmm. and the enemy comes to put a veil over you and to bring a mask to to cause your eyes to be closed to it. Uh, it's it means uh, your thoughts and your perception. 
blinded the minds of them which believed not, lest the light, the illumination. Don't you want to be illuminated? Amen. Illuminated, unless the uh, the light of the glorious gospel. Praise God, it's not just gospel. It's the glorious gospel, it's, which means dignity and honor and magnificence and excellence and majesty. Lest the glorious gospel, there's an honor and a dignity to what Christ did. To the gospel, the death, burial, and the resurrection of Christ. There's an honor. There's a there's a glory. There's a splendor. There's a magnificence. There's an excellence to it. And um, th that's why the enemy tries to cover that up. Who is the image, the likeness, the profile, the resemblance of God? Resemblance? The resemblance, which is what we're supposed to do. The resemblance. So that's kind of like the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. we yeah, can we're see gonna, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going to get more into about the mirror and the mask. <laughs> but there is, so he comes to, he doesn't want the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine upon them. And shine means to beam forth. Man, I, Lord, beam forth your glory. Beam forth the glorious light of the gospel upon us, God. How we need it. And it's out of us. It's transformative. Yeah, and out of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be forth out of yeah. the Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a privilege and an honor that we that to be the children of God and all anyone who accepts him accepts him can have that. But then instead of having that shame we were reading about earlier, those shameful deeds, the secret inward things uh, that bring shame and confusion, instead we exchange it for the glorious gospel of Christ and the image of of God to shine upon us. Woo, glory. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We are no longer blinded, but we have that, that illumination, that light, that dignity of the glorious gospel so that we are in the likeness of Him. It means the likeness, the profile of God, the resemblance of God, the represent, representation of God that we have it shine or beam forth on us. That's a lot right there. Mm -hmm. Woo, glory. To, well, we are already finished with the first half hour. Listen, I invite you to go to our uh, call our prayer line, 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. Go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. There are hundreds and hundreds of our previous TV programs, the Be Free actual TV program, uh, and then our podcast of our radio programs, Be Free, two different, con different content. Uh, and so go there and you can watch it. It's free and I believe it'll be a blessing and minister to you. That's what we want to do. We want to minister to you. Uh, it's about building his kingdom, not ours, his kingdom. And so we invite you to do that. It's free. If you want to give, you can go there too at luada.org and you can do that. Listen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 